You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Research shows there's a connection between the weather and gun violence, and the effects are significant. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're talking with Jeff Asher. He's a nationally recognized crime analyst based in New Orleans. So, Jeff, your research has shown a pretty clear connection between crime and the weather. It's only common sense that there would be less crime on a frigid winter day versus a warm summer day, but there's more to it than that, right? Well, I looked at specifically gun violence, trying to track shootings based on what the lower high temperature was from the NOAA. And what it shows is, as you say, not surprisingly, when it's really cold, there are fewer shootings. And when it's warmer, there are more shootings. And we tend to associate this change as, oh, when the summer gets hot, everyone goes outside and there's lots of gun violence. But I think the real way to look at it is when it's cold, people essentially have less shootings and there's less gun violence. It's not so much a when it's hot pattern, but much more effective when it's cold. A couple of cities... Philadelphia and Baltimore had data that allowed you to separate whether or not a victim was inside or outside. And what it showed is that it doesn't matter what the temperature is. The number of shooting victims that are inside is going to stay the same in both of those cities. But the number of shooting victims that are outside can as much as double or triple in these cities when it's, say, 85 or 90 degrees versus when it's 20 degrees. I understand you also found that these weather-related swings in crime are more pronounced in northern cities. Well, right, and that goes back to the fact that it's more reliant on cold. So in a city like Los Angeles or New Orleans, where it rarely gets cold enough in the 50s and 40s and 30s to really affect your shooting patterns, you might have five or ten days a year where you're going to have actual cold weather, whereas if you're looking at Chicago or Detroit or Baltimore, you're looking at many, 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 many more days per year that's actually cold. And so you may see an effect if there are more days where it's colder in a particular year, you may have you know five to seven days in New Orleans, whereas in Chicago you may have 70 to 90 days. And that's a huge difference because that's 20 more days of fewer shootings versus one or two more days of fewer shootings in New Orleans. So you found this consistent in every major city, or were there some outliers maybe that bucked the trend? Well, it was consistent in every city I looked at except for San Francisco, and San Francisco was largely due to the fact that it never gets hot or never gets cold in Hmm. San Francisco. Every other city, the pattern was there to some degree, and it was stronger in the northern cities. It was almost identical in cities like Detroit, Philadelphia, and Chicago. I know the bulk of these violent crime statistics come from major cities, and I'm sure the bulk of the shootings overall are in these cities, but do you think weather can even be a factor in lower crime areas, maybe rural areas? Absolutely. I think it would be a factor in pretty much everywhere that it's colder, longer, or hotter, longer. I compared the murder count in every city that were the 20 most murderous cities in the country in 2014 versus their murder counts in 2016. And all 20 cities had more murders in 2014 than in 2016. And 18 of them had fewer cold days and 18 of them had more hot days. And so it's not a 100% causation, but I think that you could build a strong argument that weather 
and the increase in the national temperature probably had some effect on the increase in murder between 2014 and 2016. I wouldn't argue that it's the main driver, but there certainly does appear to be evidence that it could be a driver. And one would expect that in places like rural America, where you might only have a handful of shooting victims, it may only mean if you've got more hot weather, it may only mean one more shooting victim per year. But there are 18,000 agencies that report data to the FBI in the Uniform Crime Report. So if you've only got one or two more shooting victims here, one or two more shooting victims here, one or two more murder victims here, it adds up over the course of 18,000 agencies. In a place like Chicago, you may have 50 more shooting victims over the course of a year if it's hotter versus if it's colder. In a smaller place in America, you may only have a handful more. But nationally, when you put it all together, I think it adds up. Jeff, what do you think is behind this trend? I'm sure you have some theories in mind. Well, I think theories is the operative word here because I don't know that there's a definitive explanation and there's nothing in the data that necessarily shouts one explanation. I do think that it's plausible that a little bit of the explanation is temperatures flare. I've never found that to be the most compelling explanation, but some of the experts I talk to seem to think that that is at least plausible. I think just the general availability of people outside. When it's hot out, people go outside and they spend time on their porch and they hang out and they play basketball. And it's much harder to find a shooting victim if everyone's inside and avoiding the 20-degree snowy weather. One of the explanations is also that when it gets warm enough, people who may not have air conditioning find it to be a more pleasant experience to be outside and to be hanging out and to not be hot sitting inside. So one of the economists I talked to pointed to a paper that said that air conditioning can be a significant factor in determining something like this. And one would think that the same underprivileged communities that would have difficulty with air conditioning and having that widely available would also be the types of communities that are affected strongly by gun violence. So, Jeff, what are your thoughts on the future regarding climate change and the crime rate? Well, obviously, climate change is a concerning issue for lots of reasons. I think crime is just another reason why climate change can be incredibly concerning. For me, I think the major takeaway from this is that we are always looking to find explanations for why the murder rate rose so significantly between 2014 and 2016, and there have been tons of theories thrown out there. And I think the one that's staring us right in the face is that it was just warmer in 2015 and 2016 than it was in 2014. And if weather can have a major impact, that can help us to understand why murder rose. And I don't want to say not panic or not celebrate when murder goes up and down just because of the weather. But the more we understand what drives gun violence in our cities and changes in gun violence in our cities, the better we can understand what we're doing against it. Jeff Asher, the crime analyst based in New Orleans. Do you have a website where people can learn more? I have a blog, nolacrimenews.com. I'm on Twitter, at Crimealytic. Well, thank you for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.